0: <clears throat> Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studio in Alpharetta, it's time for Profit Sense with Bill McDermott.
1: Good morning, everyone. We're here with Profit Sense, and my guest today is Ken Madrin, CEO of Permatherm. Ken, welcome. So glad to have you on the show.
0: Bill, it's, it's uh, always great to be with you. Happy to be here my first podcast, so um, I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. We're, uh, uh, we're going to have some fun. And uh, so for our audience, I'm, I'm just going to think back. I think it has been close to 10 years uh, that you and I have, have worked together. Uh, we've, we've been in the trenches. Uh, we've been in the mountaintops. Uh, I have seen you and your leadership team literally transform Permatherm, I would say. And and uh, certainly thinking about uh, uh, people and strategy and some of the things that you've done with your uh, sales process, some of the uh, culture that you've built. Uh, uh, you've just really built an exceptional company. Well,
0: Bill, we've we've done that together. You've been a part of that crafting team in 10 years. That's hard to believe.
1: Um, time flies when you're having fun, uh, I right? I guess so.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Um, uh, that was a blink and a very busy blink. Thanks for the kind words there.
1: Yeah. So one of the things that I think is a hallmark of of you and your team uh, is, is you really have great focus. Uh, and really, I'd like to just spend a little time uh, you telling a little bit on how to really focus. Uh, and drive the most important metrics in your business. So so talk a little bit. You're, you and your team uh, do a great job of managing by the numbers. So talk about kind of where that maybe started and how you have built that into your business over time. Yeah, well, um, uh, that's not
0: something we came in the door with um, necessarily. It's something that we um, – had to get to. And, you know, coincidentally, our coming together was um, right on the heels of the Great Recession. And um, I think Permatherm was kind of a microcosm of chaos that was going on. Yeah, buddy. Wow. I I, I don't think that we can adequately state the description of what was happening with small business owners, medium business owners, large business owners? I only know my own case. And at that case, at that time, it was literally one day at a time. What are we going to do? How do we stop this particular leak, this particular hemorrhage and, and kind of right the ship? And, and when you go through something like that, which was horrific at the time, uh, if you get through something like that, um, you probably found a rock or two to put your big toe on and gain a little bit of stability. And what that was in our case, it's, it's that case with every business. It's the numbers. Yeah. It's the numbers. Yeah. It's the numbers. (laughs) And why am I saying it that way? Because you, you get distracted by so many other things. Um, Listen, people are critically important. Um, our, Our people are our number one asset, but, it's the numbers first, or you can't sustain the people.
1: Yeah, and you and I have had conversations a lot. Frankly, uh, most business owners uh, spend a good bit of time on their on their income statement. Gosh, everything must be okay because I'm profitable. Uh, but you actually, uh, uh, especially even recently, we've had conversations about um, Bill. I, you know, you tell me I'd really like to spend uh, time on the balance sheet. And so talk a little bit about some of the things that the audience might be interested in as far as metrics uh, on the balance sheet. I know you know we've looked at receivables and inventory turn. Uh, we're watching cash. Uh, certainly leverage has, uh, has been something that's been discussed. But, but what are some of those most important things to you and, and you feel like would be helpful to our uh, to our audience? Well,
0: um, you know, I'm finding uh, a, a migration. Uh, albeit a slow migration towards a focus on the balance sheet. It's all about profits and managing loss, and so the p kind of dominates. But as time goes on and you get further and further away from events like the recession, things that you do, um, just as a matter of course, impact the balance sheet. And if you're not thinking about that, you have some things occur on your balance sheet that are not necessarily – Problematic, but maybe less than desired. So, we've been growing, um, and you know, growth requires cash, and um, we have cash, um, but we also have leverage uh, or access to leverage. Um, so, we have to be careful about um, uh, new machine purchases or. Uh, how we structure new machine purchases. Hey, we've got this machine that folds, cuts, slices, dices, and bends, and you can have it for the low, low price of a million dollars. And uh, we also have a financing package. Well, uh, you can get so enamored by the machine that you don't pay as much attention to the financing package. And all of a sudden your balance sheet is just a little different than what you had anticipated. So as we, Mature in our operations with permatherm. We're trying to focus more on that balance sheet, increase, um, debt coverage, covenants, have more liquidity, uh, have more retained earnings. And, and I think where you focus on that for the long term is on the balance sheet. And that's what you and I are spending more time with.
1: Yeah. Blake. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, break away a little bit from financials uh, for our audience. Uh, Permatherm's got a fascinating product. So, uh, structural insulated panels. Uh, but tell our audience a little bit about, uh, who Permatherm is, what Permatherm does, and, and even further, what do you feel differentiates Permatherm from, from its competitors?
0: Well, um, Permatherm is a, um, it was founded in 1988. Um, and at its roots, it's, four businesses, if you Mm -hmm. will. Um, We, uh, we manufacture um, polystyrene foam, and that's kind of the crux of the four businesses and the markets that we serve with that product are um, we serve the packaging industry. If you've pulled lighting out of a lighting box, you may have been in contact with some permatherm foam. Um, We also have a pipe insulation division, where that same foam and some other foams are fabricated into high-performance insulation materials for institutional refrigeration mm-hmm. applications, mm-hmm. ammonia refrigeration. And we've been in that space for a number of years. Um, there's also a commodity foam component where roof insulation, perhaps dock, fl- dock flotation, um, things of that sort. So that's another division. And the other division is the insulated panel division. And um uh, what I would say about that d- – division is that's where we focus the most. Um, in many cases, uh, that business is, uh, it's a very competitive business. Um, there are manufacturers of insulated metal panels all across the country, some much larger than Mm -hmm. ours. Um, we make similar products. Um, in the end, that product is supposed to perform, um, uh, thermal controls. Um uh, it insulated metal panels in our case are climate control technologies. Any controlled environment that you intend to keep uh indoors, primarily in food or some sort of clean room facility, perhaps pharmaceutical or maybe indoor growing cultivation spaces. Well, our product provides you an environment that's stable, doesn't vary. Uh, keeps cold, cold, keeps ambient, ambient, and uh, is a clean, hospitable environment. And I think um, – so that's that's kind of the product side. And there are pros and cons to this product or that product. Um, but at the end of the day, I think what differentiates Permatherm um, from the competitors is our approach to our customers. Mm, talk about that a little bit. Well, um, candidly, all of the products themselves will work. They they all perform very well, but, um, our customers aren't really just looking for product. They're, they're looking for solutions. They're trying to make an addition, make a renovation, make an expansion. They're running a business too.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and they have a problem and you need to solve it. That that's really it.
0: And, and, um, our approach is less about the product solving the problem. It will, but we feel like that's leaving a little bit on the table in terms of the service that we could provide to the customer. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we move a lot of panels, and we come into contact with a lot of construction projects that have some nuances. Well, we feel like, barring anyone's confidence, we bring a lot of experience to the next customer that would probably help them save a dollar or two since 1988. I would see why that's, that's really what we bring. So it's a little less transactional. It's a little less product driven and it's a whole lot more. Let me tell you, um, or let, let me listen to you about what you're trying to accomplish. And then let me call on our experience and see if we can't bring a little more to you in terms of counsel or service than just a quote for per square foot of linear, you know, insulated metal panels.
1: Yeah. And to talk a little bit about, uh, that person that maybe is calling you and say, Hey, I just need a quote, uh, which is code for gosh, all these panels are alike. I just need to know what your cost is. They're, they're really missing the point, aren't they? Well, I think so. Uh,
0: maybe, um, from our perspective, um, we have more to offer than that. Now, if that's all you need and, and, um, it truly is all you need and you earnestly do want a quote, well then we're happy to provide it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but really and truly, um, that's probably not, uh, the person that we can serve the best, right? Cause they don't know what they don't know. Correct. Correct. It, it, if you're in a situation where it might, help you to understand that you know with these coolers and freezers in particular you're really constructing an underwater environment now that that sounds ridiculous but it's the truth mm. if you've if you've ever had a cool glass of water in a restaurant and seen condensation on the side of the glass then then you know it cold attracts heat with heat there's humidity that's where that condensation comes from okay well if we're going to build ten thousand square feet of that there's an awful lot of heat attracted to some cool yeah and if you there's considerations to take with that it's not rocket science but it's things that you do need to understand um and your contractors need to understand if you're going to have a successful installation and that's the kind of thing that i think we bear with our experience um to our customers. And if that, if that's valuable, um, then I think we have a tremendous amount to serve, uh, or offer. If, if you don't need all that, or you're not interested in all of that, then it really does come to, Hey, give me a, give me a
1: price. Per sure. Square foot. As with anything, the devil's always in the details, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So switching away a little bit from just, uh, products and, and differentiators, uh, you have, have talked a lot about prioritization planning. Obviously, as a business owner, you're juggling multiple priorities. The company has multiple uh, initiatives that it might be taking on, uh, setting pro- proper expectations of timelines. Uh, certainly, in your sales process, you have been uh, fine-tuning that uh, of late. So, so talk a little bit about uh, prioritization planning and, and setting proper expectations of timelines.
0: Well, um, that's something that you and I work on monthly uh, along with our senior management team. And, um, and here's why I think it's important to work on that monthly. Because in your day-to-day operations, there are any number of issues, concerns, items that crop up that um, sort of take you away from what you thought were going to be the priorities, what we agreed we're going to be the priorities last month. It's just like the tide on the beach when you're a kid and you're playing on your raft and you're right in front of your folks and um, you look up and your folks are 100 yards away and you think, man, I need to get back out on the beach and come back up because that's where I need to be. Well, that's, that's what happens in the day-to-day operation of business at my level, at every level. You, the tide takes you away from your focus. So here's why it's so important to be cognizant of that. You need to put a post in the sand and say, okay, what are we going to focus on? We're going to focus on the numbers. Well, that's a little vague. What kind of numbers? You and I have talked about um, the power one. If we can improve our sales close rate by 1%, Will the, the numbers will be X. Okay, how will we improve our sales close rate by 1%? And that, that that's just an example that we've worked on lately. And then you go into a methodology which produces a plan, which produces action for the next 30 days. And then you need a 30-day checkup. You need to pick your head up from the water and check, where are you on the beach? And most often I find, If it's much further than 30 days, we're not in line. Business took us away. So I think a constant challenge for us and probably many others, but I know for us, is pull away. Identify those priorities. It may be some impact you want to have on your balance sheet, or it may be something you want to do with sales, or it may be um, more of a human element addition. Um, Whatever that priority is, agree to it, Mm -hmm. commit to it. Have a plan for it and then come back and say, where are we on that? And, and candidly you help us a lot with that. Um, you know, regularly because of that current of business, I look at that schedule where we, we, we meet monthly and say, boy, if I just moved that I could sit in this insurance meeting and maybe we'd save money on our insurance package. So I don't know what we're going to talk about with Bill, so maybe I need to change that. I don't. And what I've learned over time is don't miss it because it's about those priorities. That insurance thing, it came up. And, yeah, there might be an opportunity. But are you staying on your priorities and moving the needle? And um, it takes a real discipline. It's one thing to say priority. It's another thing to stick to it and drive them through.
1: Yeah. And uh, I will tell you, it's a big club out there. Uh, The CEOs that I work with um, are so busy at times working in the business. uh, They don't take time, call a timeout and actually take a step back and work on the business. Uh, Sometimes you just can't see the forest for the trees. And so uh, every once in a while, (laughs) yeah, I think every once in a while, uh, you know, if you're cutting a path through a forest um every every once in a while somebody needs to shimmy up to the top of the tree, look out over the horizon and kind of see is is my path straight and, and by the way, I'm not going to run into a mountain or a, or a river that I'm gonna have to cross yep and uh, and so yeah, just getting that perspective uh, I think is uh, I think is so so critical. It is, it is and and uh, pull out
0: for a minute because there's no end to the trees if you stay in them. Yeah, now you're going back. To the trees.
1: No end to the tide either. <laughs> <laughs> no, end,
0: no end to the tide. No end
1: to the tide. Yep. Yep. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about people in, in just a second and the fact that uh, the real assets of Permatherm are the people. Uh, I'd like to to uh, spend a little time. Uh, you have built a, a great culture. Uh, you look at uh, your employees uh, your clients, your vendors really is family and you treat them like family. And so um, talk a little bit about maybe uh, as you have built that culture over time, what were some of the, what were some of the key milestone points where you said, Hey, I need to do this. And uh, so just talk a little bit about that, that progression in Permatherm
0: yeah um um i don't I don't think that I had an architectural vision of what that culture would be like on the front end. Mm-hmm. I think that culture has sort of defined itself and has become real clear in reflection, for example, um that recession period that we were talking about um, where were we going to go for help? Well, you know at that point, everybody was at asking that question. Sure. And um, you know, it it was all internal. Um, But shortly after that point, um, we wound up with some banking relationships. um, Candidly that you set up that helped us get another toe on a rock. Um, We had a service to provide our customer that I've described earlier. They had a service to provide us. We said, you know, let's work together. And we got out of a bad spot and that allowed for the next relationship. And what became kind of clear is we live in a work community. It's, it's a community and it starts at the doors at Permatherm when people come to work every day. Mm -hmm. Um, You spend a lot of time there. You need to, you need to enjoy it. Sure. You need to like it there. Have some fun, have, have some fun. Yeah. Um and that community um has a much broader reach than just inside of the doors of Permatherm mm-hmm. the vendors that supply us materials, the customers that buy from us, the um sales associates that facilitate things, the fulfillment folks that that make sure orders get there right, the folks in the back that load the truck if If that community isn't fed with an input from each of those. Individuals that I just described, then nothing comes out. Nothing, nothing good comes out from that community to enrich any one of those people. And uh, that's that's become the goal of Perma Therm. I don't know. uh, Goal's kind of wrong. I I think it's a core value. Uh, We intend to enrich the lives of everybody that we come into contact with. Well, now that sounds cliche. That sounds very global good, right? It's not, it's elemental. Mm -hmm. If the community that you're in, you're not vested in, you're not going to serve it and it's not going to serve you. And I think over time um, we've attracted folks that share that same view. Sure. And that's been special.
1: Yeah. Well, and a perfect example of that is I know every year uh, you have a, you have a Christmas party. (laughs) and you not only get together employees but you uh, uh spouses are invited kids are invited i've had the pleasure of of being at several of those uh as permatherm has got bigger uh, the venue had to get bigger with it yep. and so but it is it's a it's a time of celebration Uh, there are presents, uh, to be open for those kids. Uh, you, you feed everybody, uh, uh, so they're stuffed to the gills with, uh, with great food. And it's, it's just, it's a special time. And you not only include employees and families, but you, you know, you include, uh, key people, vendors, uh, and, and others as part of that celebration.
0: Well, that's our community. That that is our community. And that's and and we value it. We value it greatly. Um, you know, Permatherm is that center point that that affects all of those folks. We want those folks to be affected well. So that particular event, which we just had, and it was a blast, is where we really take time and celebrate that. And, um, you know, that's that's our community.
1: And I think Santa showed up, didn't he? We do have
0: a special connection with Santa. He's been spending more and more time with us. Um, and, and this time he hung out the whole time. So I think the party's probably pretty good. Wow. That's a busy guy in December.
1: Well, I was going to say, and he took a break from the North Pole to yeah. come down and hang out with the people at Permatherm. Yeah, I mean, he That's, met, uh, that's I,
0: awesome. Yeah, I, I saw him off to the side with a couple of our um, line production specialists. And I think he, that he was picking up a little bit of uh, manufacturing. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I think a little bit of. Um, um, technology may be heading back to the North pole flow there, logic.
1: There you go. There you go. I mean, he may need panels or insulation for something. Pretty cold up there. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen on the theme of people, uh, the real assets at Permatherm, are people, uh, it's a crowded, uh, atmosphere out there. Uh, it's hard to find good people. Uh, we're in a full employment market. So how do you find and select the right people? And then once you find those people, how do you get them in the right seats?
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's, uh, that's the key question, right? So when people think of manufacturing, um, I think the classic notion is equipment, machinery, robots, uh, high tech, and, and, it's, and it's all required. And there's continual investment in all of those things. They, um, they grab the headlines because they're costly and they're cool and we have a lot of that stuff that's not really the front line what's the front line is the people that operate those machines look for opportunities to advance production or advance sales it the key asset in any company i think is is the people um that's what makes it all work and um not one person um groups of people so yeah it's 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 tough out there right now. Unemployment's at an all time high, uh, or unemployment is at an all time low, so scarcity of quality folks is is up there. But I think I think this is kind of the key. That reflective look of what has made this work sort of um defines some core values. And and that's another cliche that you read in business books. And very often those core values sound cliche, but once you find the ones that fit you and are you when presented to the right people, um, they're attracted to it. And we've had some good luck in that regard. Um You know, our values I think are attractive to a certain mindset and the right people in permatherms, vernacular are really um lifters you you, you want lifters mm-hmm. people that people that'll come in and and um look over a particular division or or effort and have an understanding that okay I can have an impact here um I'm not just uh doing a job function uh as described by somebody else I, I'm going to be a part of this process and I'm going to have a voice and the voice wants to be heard and I think um that is what we want in every associate at Permatherm and when you get that you get that collective collective power of one something I learned from you right from everybody and that lifts so i think you know at the end of the day on people find areas that need attention and Describe what you want to occur in that and find somebody that can take that responsibility and help you lift, give them room to lift and help you lift. And, and that's something that um, we've done. We've been uh, fortunate with and I think we'll always continue to do.
1: Sure. Now, kind of a just a few closing thoughts uh, for anyone in our listening audience. Um, they're a brand new entrepreneur they have a vision they've launched a business um but they've not been a ceo for long you have a wealth of experience uh what would be a few things that you would say to that brand new ceo who has just launched their business in the last six to 12 months um
0: i would say first um Go for it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) With a
0: view of being a lifelong learner, Mm. your vision is your vision. And um, it's incomplete, um, but it's a great vision. And as as you march forward, if you're open to – learning about new CRM technologies or new sales methodologies or potentially new markets or potentially new manufacturing processes. Don't go so far down the beach that you stay off cue. Keep your, keep your target in mind, but adapt, be open to learning. And, and the more people that you can get near you, helping you achieve your goal, that share, that maybe as a core value and some of your other core values, you're going to get where you want to get. Um, it's about the numbers. It's yeah. about the numbers. <laughs> it's about the numbers. So keep that number one, but there's an awful lot of meat you can
1: put on those bones. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. So similar question, your uh, peer CEOs out there in the marketplace, uh, they, they, they went through the great recession with you. Uh, they're, they're scarred, uh, but they're not, uh, but they're not beat down. Uh, they're grinding every day. Uh, they're juggling way too many plates. Uh, what would you say to your peer CEOs who are walking the same path that you're walking right now?
0: Um, well, I think there's probably more for them to say to me than for me. Me to say to them, Um, however, um, in my experience from a manufacturing point of view, you got to, you got to manage that business and you can't manage what you don't measure. So pick some metrics, set a goal. And go pay attention to your metrics. Was your goal right? Do you need to adjust, but go here's, here's one of the, here's one of the things that I've found in our business There there has to be a vision kind of set. And then there has to be execution towards that vision. And uh, the vision kind of changes based sure. on the execution, but but if if you can have a mix of both vision and a, and a good path, sort of that climb, that tree that you mm-hmm. mentioned a few minutes ago, and then as you're cutting towards the edge of the forest, you manage and reset that vision, you can pretty much work your way through around or towards any goal that you have
1: set. Yeah. Um, so for our listening audience – uh, if someone wants to reach Permatherm online or uh, f- for anyone that may be a panel prospect or a foam <laughs> or insulation prospect out there, how do they get hold of Permatherm? Well, um, we'd love to talk to
0: you. We really like speaking with our customers. Um, but we'll, we'll chat with you and uh, we'll answer form emails and all of that stuff. So go to Permatherm, www.permatherm.net. And um, there's phone numbers all over that. Um, call us, uh, email us, fill out a form, or call us at 706 Forset. You know what? Go to www.permatherm.net
1: and just pick up the phone. There you go. Ken, it has been a delight to have you on the show today. It has been a a delight to uh, work with you for 10 years. Uh, Permatherm's got some great momentum going, and uh, I'm excited about the future for you and with you. Well, Bill,
0: um, I so appreciate our business relationship. It's grown into a a fantastic friendship, and and it's fun to be here with you today. I appreciate the invitation.
1: Thank you. Well, great. And for our listening audience, this is uh, Profit Sense with Bill McDermott. We'll see you soon. Take care.